Good morning. In the second reading today from St. John, it states, Those who say, I know him, but do not keep his commandments are liars, and the truth is not in them. And the part that I want to focus on this morning is this idea of knowing him. We hear in the gospel reading today that even the apostles struggled with knowing the resurrected Jesus So he talks with them, he touches them, he eats with them, and then he opens up their minds to understand the scriptures. But this was 2,000 years ago. We weren't around when Jesus was mistreated, scourged, mocked, crucified, and then resurrected. So how can we understand the depth of his sacrifice that he made for us? How can we understand the depth of the love that he has for each one of us? How can we experience this in our own lives? And this is the question that we must ask ourselves. Because every week we listen to the scriptures. In some cases for you, every day you listen or you read to the scriptures. But our minds, they must be open to those scriptures so that the scriptures may be made present in our lives today. So what I'd like to do is share a story of one of those times where Jesus opened up my mind to the scriptures. So three years ago, I went on a mission trip to Ecuador for about 10 days. And we were going to a place called a refugio. And this is a place where children from very young age, all the way through high school, they could go to this place after school. And they could get a good meal. They could learn different trades and different skills about life. And I was told that the neighborhood where this was at was not a very good neighborhood. There were gangs present in these neighborhoods. There were parents who were absent with their children. They weren't there. And there were other parents who were addicted to drugs that these kids lived with. The refugio gave them a place to go after school instead of running around in the streets where all the danger existed. So here I am in Virginia, I'm 2,700 miles away, safely tucked away at my home in Virginia. My understanding of the difficulty in their lives was greatly misunderstood. And in order for us to truly understand things or people in our lives, we must experience them for ourselves. So here we go to Ecuador. And we arrive at 2 a.m. in the morning where we get on this little bus and then we watch all of our luggage get thrown into the back of a little pickup truck and off we go one hour away to only God knew where we were going. And we arrived at our host family and they showed us to our room and the bed was not as wide as this candle's right here. And that's where me and my wife slept for the next week on our sides as close as we'll probably ever sleep again. Now, among the many things that we did on this trip is we actually got to go to the homes of these children. And I'm going to tell you, to get to some of these homes was a perilous journey because Quito, Ecuador is built on a hill. And there's a lot of 
places where you can fall off if you're not careful. In some of these homes, you're like walking along a ledge to get to the house. And in another case, it's like three flights of rickety stairs. And when I say rickety stairs, I am understating what they were. They were dilapidated and nothing that would pass any kind of safety standard in the United States today. So you go into these homes, and some of them, they're all wood or they're all cinder block. The floors, sometimes it's earthen, but it wasn't very good. And then you look into one of the bedrooms, and it looks like there's beds for four or five people to stay in a bedroom that's really tight and small. And here I am, I'm complaining about the fact that I have to sleep next to my wife this way for seven days. The bottom line, their living conditions were terrible. And as I stood in the rooms of these homes, I began to get a sense of what it was like to live the life that they lived. Just a little bit. But even so, the depth of my understanding was still way off for what these children had to go through to grow up. So now, each day we would go to the refugio, and it was beautiful because, see, we would break bread with the kids. We would eat with them. We would go and we would learn the skills that they were learning, how to be a dentist, how to be a beautician. And they had all of these little rooms set up where you could go in there and learn these skills. And we did that with them. And the thing we really did is we played with them. We had a good time with these young folks. So each one of us in our group, and there was about 15 of us, we each brought two full suitcases of tennis shoes. And when we got there, one day, this big room that they had, we put all of the tennis shoes out. And each kid, one by one, would come in like Christmas, and they would get to pick out their shoes. It was an incredibly powerful experience because each person was getting down and helping these children to try on the shoes. And it kind of almost reminded me of like the washing of the feet, but it wasn't. But it was just humbling yourself to, to be with these kids and to help them try on these shoes. And it was so joyful for them. And do you think that they walked off with those shoes on their feet? Oh, yes, they did. She said no, but oh, yes, they did. Those shoes were on their feet and those old, broken, smelly shoes were off. So it was a beautiful and powerful experience to see that amidst everything they have going on, that they can still find joy in doing that. So I share this story with you this morning because we see in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles that Jesus, he was innocent. Yet Jesus, who was innocent, was put to death and a murderer, Barabbas, was let go. Well, that was 2,000 years ago. But I'm standing in Ecuador with these kids, and here are these kids who are innocent. Yet they are mistreated. Yet they are abandoned. Yet their living conditions are absolutely terrible and unsafe. You see, I met Jesus in each one of those children that week I was there. Jesus was made present to me not 2,000 years ago, but right there in Quito, Ecuador, I found Jesus, the crucified Lord, going through his passion. I met him there. And what was so incredible about this 
is that even in the midst of everything that was going on, there was that joy, there was that resurrection that happened. Because every day when we got to the refugio, those kids, they were so happy to see us. And they would just run. And they would jump in our arms. And they would hug us. And they would say, please throw us up in the air. Because, you know, I realized all they want to do is be loved. They want to be held. They want to have someone spend time with them. Just like our Lord. I met Jesus in each one of those children. You see, we may not have been there to experience the life of Jesus, but He is present in our lives today. His life, <clears throat> His passion, and His resurrection. You don't have to travel 2,700 miles away, or you don't have to go into the past 2,000 years to experience Jesus and to meet Him, because He is right here, right now, in you, in your family, in your friends, and the people that God puts in front of you each and every day. And often in our lives, we meet the crucified Lord. Or maybe we are the one who feels like we're being crucified and we need someone else to come and be Jesus for us. But you see, we also meet the risen Lord throughout our life because ultimately he draws all things to himself his glory his mercy his love it has the final word because our lord is faithful our lord is for us and what he offers us is everlasting eternal life because you see our faith it is not a sunday faith our faith is a seven-day, 24-hour-a-day, 365-a-day, people-let's-go-out-and-get-on-mission kind of church. That's who we are. We are not meant to just be here on Sunday to receive Jesus in His Word, in His body, in His blood. We are meant to receive Him each and every moment of our lives because He is omnipresent. And I'm going to tell you something. When you begin to see Jesus in your daily life, you will be transformed. You will sense the love that God has for you in ways you have not yet experienced. Because He who we receive on the altar, we also receive out in the world. May he be praised forever for that. Lord, please open up our minds to the scriptures and make them present in our life today because everywhere we go, that's where we'll meet you. Amen.